Good morning, friends and followers. This is Carolyn, a.k.a. Northwoods Witch. And I've had a few folks give feedback that the interruptions and joyful natures of my children are perhaps welcome additions to this uh, podcast endeavor that I'm engaging here. So today I'm trying out a new strategy or method of doing this work and... uh, baby is alive and well and awake and hanging out with me. We'll see how it goes. But mostly it's been a while since I've put my voice into this space and I've been thinking a lot about why that might be and what I wanted to talk about. And maybe I'll get into all of that some other time. But what came to me really was that I started this work to share little bits and pieces of witchy worldview and to kind of focus the things that I do and practice in my own life and offer in my, um, my work, in my village witchery practice, and to kind of codify that and to, um, to yeah, just clarify it and put it out in little usable snippets. So... Today I wanted to talk about one of my favorite spiritual practices, and that's altars and altar making. It's come up a couple of times, actually several times, um, in conversation with friends and clients and family. What's an altar? Why do altars? Do you use altars? And the answer to that last question is, yeah, I do. I have altars all over my house. Um, In fact, in the story that I tell of my kind of self-initiation into this practice, this this tradition, the first thing I did was build an altar intentionally um, and use that to kind of dedicate space for identifying who I am in the world as a witch and as a priestess of the earth and of the goddess. So I I do love altars, and I, like I said, have them all over my house. And once I started thinking about it, uh, there's a really good reason why I love altars so much. It's because they kind of encompass almost all of the pieces um, of active spirituality that I can think of that I incorporate in my, my daily uh, spiritual, practical life. They're symbolic. They're um, intuitional. They're synchronistic. They're embodied, um, and they they makes they're they're changeable. They make space that you can use for a moment, um, or for a few days, or for a long term relationship that you have um, with either an idea or a spirit or a deity. So let's break that down a little bit. Um, so symbolically, symbolically, an altar is something that you use to create meaning in actual physical space. So it's literally a spot where you put stuff and that stuff has a particular meaning and you arrange it in such a way that cumulatively that stuff represents, symbolizes an intention that you have or a feeling that you want to honor and recognize. Um, Or again, it could be dedicated to a particular somebody or something. 
So let's um, use the example that I started off with in this story, which is the first altar that I made with intention. And I live uh, on the on the shore of Lake Superior, and Lake Superior has always been a big goddess in my life, um, and kind of a representation of of the larger Earth goddess. Once I started thinking about things that way, and so as my sacred space, when I made this altar, I took a a plate, a glass plate down to the beach that I live on, and I sprinkled sand from my sacred space from my beach onto this plate, and I put a few rocks that I'd gathered from the shore on various walks uh, onto my altar, and then I put a candle in the middle, and that was it. Um, but I carried that altar with me when I traveled and moved homes um, all over the country, really, or to California and back at least twice. Um, and that altar was my physical, tangible, and also spiritual connection to the sacred space that I call home. So it's not only um, a thing that whenever I look at it, it reminds me of a place that I love. It's literally a space that I made to hold the feelings that I have for this space. When I'm here, when I'm not here, when I light that candle, I'm offering my love and my reverence for the place that it that it um, symbolizes. Okay, so that's kind of the symbolism. All right, here we are in our adventure with bag crinkling in the background. This is my now one-year-old <laughs> joining in our podcast. Yeah, that's you, huh? Um, and he's growing up with altars all around him all the time. In fact, I have to move them up um, from the spaces that they were in my bedroom because he likes to grab all of the fun, sparkly, shiny, interesting-looking things off of them. So, yeah, and he doesn't enjoy that I do that. Be right back, everyone. Okay, so altars can symbolize something, um, but they also can create space. And I, I think I alluded to that, but I'd like to draw that out a little bit more. Um, so altars can create a home for something that you are honoring. And so in my house, I have altars for the deities, the goddesses that I worship, that I have relationships with, um, that are more permanent. They're they're literally that goddess's home in my house. Uh, and I also have altars to different entities that I have been either building relationship with or feel it's important to be honoring in this moment in time. And those change. Um, sometimes they've been up for a few years, uh, depending on what kind of relationship I've got going on in the moment. Um, but an altar can literally be a space that you dedicate to spiritual energy. And in, in my practice, that's that's very anthropomorphized. It's It's a personal personality-based spiritual energy. Um, and you can do that by researching who you're interested in making an altar to. Uh, you can look up um, a particular goddess, for example, and see what she likes. You know, what's her history? What do her practitioners and her worshipers and devotees offer her? Put some of that on your altar. Um, you know, if you're talking about uh, some of the more like elemental spirits, like fairies or gnomes um you know what element do they represent is it air so maybe some feathers maybe some incense is it water um is it earth so just kind of what what are things that make that spirit feel at home 
put those things in their spiritual home and in your altar space um, dedicated to them. It's a really lovely way to not only honor that spirit, um, but literally like build relationship with them because you're, you're inviting them into your home and making them someplace that is comfortable to them. So it's a really wonderful practice for building relationship with um, spirit, however that spirit manifests in your life. And then kind of the third thing that I love about altars uh, that fits and ties into all of this, it's all, these things are all interconnected and you can pick and choose and weave different elements of them together to build an altar or multiple altars for you and your home and your spaces. But the the last piece that I kind of wanted to talk about this morning is um, the serendipity piece, the intuition piece, the synchronicity piece, the um, following your heart piece. So building an altar can also be, and to me, one of the most fun parts about building an altar is actually um, just the practice of following that that voice inside of your heart that says, no, no, that, that little rock should be right here, right? Or, ooh, that thing that just caught my eye, something inside me is calling me to take that, pick it up and put it in this space and make it special that way. Um, so not only is it a practice that allows you to trust your intuition and trust that voice inside of yourself, um, that is your, that's literally your spirit, the part of you, the part of you that lives inside your body that's connected to the larger universe, like your spirit. Um, sometimes we talk about that being like your subconscious, or we talk about it being, uh, you know, the the voice inside your heart, your heart speaking to you. However you want to conceive of it, it's certainly a real thing, and it's something that oftentimes there's not a lot of encouragement to follow or to practice listening to. And so when I say things to people like, you know, what does your heart think about this? They, they kind of look at me blankly and, and go, I have no idea how to listen to my heart. And that makes sense. If you've never practiced doing it, how would you know what your heart sounds like? And so I think one of the pieces that I love most about altars is that it can be a really lovely practical way to practice listening to your heart. Um, because you can't really mess it up, right? There's no, there's no drawback to just kind of doing the thing that pops into your mind or that you spontaneously come up with. Try it, build it, you know, take that nub of candle that you found because it was a thing that you used during something that you tried with a friend that you remember and it has this particular feeling and you haven't thought about it in 15 years, but you found it in your drawer just now and so it feels right. Yeah, put that on your altar. Um, and see how it goes. Like, why Why might you want it to be there? You don't need to know that right now, but the fact that you thought of it and you found it, that counts for something. You know, that's that's a sign. That's, that's things in the universe lining up to say, hey, listen, hey, pay attention. You know, we're speaking to you. And it's an opportunity for you to listen and to follow those, um, follow those urgings and practice listening to those voices and listening to your heart. And also you end up with a cool altar bare minimum bare minimum you have an interesting looking thing that you've created in the world that you can say huh look at all of this stuff that came together because i was on a adventure of listening to my heart um and you can keep it for as long as you like to you can keep it until it finds meaning you can keep it until you're like you know i'm not sure that did have meaning but i'm going to keep practicing and 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 doing my work in the world following this um following spirit and following my heart
So I, I know I said that was the last piece that I wanted to talk about, but I think I may not have tugged on a particular thread quite enough yet, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to it briefly. So alters, the, the three points I'm trying to make about alters here is that there's, they make homes for spirit in your space. They can be intentionally dedicated to a particular being or entity or goddess or spirit that you want to honor and make space for and build relationship with. They can be something that you use as a tool, a practice, to follow your heart and listen to your intuition, to practice hearing your spirit speaking in your life. And they can also be to make space for something that you want to cultivate or you want to remind yourself of. So you can make an altar for creativity. You can make an altar for compassion. You can make an altar um, for really anything that you are interested in, that you've been struggling with, uh, that you have been having trouble bringing into your life or that you want to manifest into your life and you haven't found um, a way to do it yet, or that you just thought of and you just want to, you just want to support that work spiritually. Um, you can build an altar to that thing and put it in a place where either you see it every day or you interact with it every day. And that way you are, you are literally sending out into the universe through your own body this intention that you have um, to bring this thing into your life. And it's a really powerful practice. Um, definitely don't, don't, do it unless, don't do it unless it's something you really want and that you're also really um, you know, willing and able to, to practice the lessons that go along with bringing that into your life. Um, I'm laughing because when I think about altars of compassion, I think about um, parenthood and motherhood <laughs> and all the opportunities that come my way to practice compassion toward my small humans. Um, when I say, you know, I, I, I want to be better about practicing <laughs> compassion, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that the uh, it becomes easier necessarily. It means that the opportunities to practice it become more regular and um, more easily to identify to me that compassion is what's called for. Is, that, is this one of those moments? Did you hear me talking about that? Yeah, perhaps it is. So altars, I love them. They're a wonderful spiritual practice. They're really tangible and really fun and can be really beautiful and really impactful. And I encourage you to try them out. And if you listen to this podcast and you do build altars or you feel inspired to build some, I'd love to hear from you things that you build, things that you do, how they work in your life. From this cranky boy's mama to y'all, much love, peace. I'll see you soon.